The following podcast is brought to you by Radio Southland and New Zealand On Air. Radio Southland is a community access media station based in Invercargill, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website, radiosouthland.org.nz, for our contact details. Everything I have, everything I own, everything I eat is thanks to you. Alhamdulillah, 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 all thanks is to Allah. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh You with the Abdul Jabbar's Radio Southland 96.4 FM When we also cover Blenheim, Nelson and Tasman um, At the moment, well today we haven't got um, my other half, Rita Because he's um, got some things that he can't defer to But anyway, you you just got me and probably Tom From time to time I'll talk to him And I've also got my daughter here um, Hafsha, how are you, Hafsha? Good. Good, alhamdulillah. I mean, Hafsha is year 13 and she is, at the moment, she is um, having a study break uh, because this is her last year and she's um, going to, um, well, going to do her exams soon in three weeks, right, Hafsha? Three weeks and hopefully, you know, things will go well for them. Um, I can only speak on behalf of the um, Southland Girls High School because Hafsa here um, told me that, you know, this, I mean, a few days ago was her last day and that um, at this moment um, she can use this time for studying and just having, you know, a revision on stuff that she needs to go through. But anyway, um, uh, to, to our n- listeners, Alhamdulillah, uh, all praises and blessings belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we are here, that we have the time and chance to uh, meet again in here, that I pray to you and all of you that we, we, you know, Allah gives you health and then you can, you know, go through your day-to-day activities and anything that um, that is part of your daily lives, inshallah. May Allah bless you and hopefully we could... Um, we can have a insight, insightful discussion, inshallah. Um, like anything else, we'll go through what we're going to go through today. Um, you know, with WhatsApp New Zealand, um, the community, and uh, what's up in the community, and the farming world, and those things anyway that we usually talk about. Um, at the moment, what's up in New Zealand? I think um, COVID-19, I think New, um, Auckland has gone into level two. Right, they're going to level two, but I see that um, that the um, I think the statistic has been you know hasn't been dramatically changed as in numbers who's been affected by COVID. I mean, like it's you know it's between 150 to 200 you know 200 marks. Well, I think it's probably understandable as as the um, rules are being relaxed. Um, but may Allah guide us and may Allah protect us from this COVID-19. I mean, like, we we as a nation, as a country, 
probably has to be ready for this, you know, um, that, you know, COVID is inevitable, that it's probably coming to Southland that we, you know, inshallah, I don't, I don't mean to scare you or anything, but we just have to be ready and like, um, I mean, like, for those of you um, in a community, like, or within the country, get get vaccinated, you know, when, when it suits you. I mean, when I say it suits you, depending on whether you have um, well, the vaccine or um, any of those things are contradicting with your health. But I think um, there's a good chance that, um, from what I've read anyway, that if you vaccinate, um, that you have less chance to getting this COVID-19 virus or even um, when it, it, well, if you get it, then you might, you know, it might be less um, severe. Like we discussed this in, la- in our last radio um, radio um, show that, you know, when people are vaccinated, I mean, the, the people who, who got this um, virus are those who does not, you know, had, had not um, been vaccinated. And yeah, and Allahu Alam, you know, only God knows um, what's going on. But yeah, we we, we we can only try to encourage you or, um, you know, like to show you the statistics that if you are vaccinated, that may, you have a high chance of getting, um, you know, um, getting protected. But Allahu Alam, I mean, I respect your choices, but um, please do your readings and um, make sure you, you speak to your doctors and your healthcare. And they will give you more advice on this. Um, other than that, um, what's happening in the community? What's happening in the community? Like every week, we've got um, we've got the class, the children's class, every Saturday at about five o'clock. But the time might change, and then we'll we'll let you know um, you know what times you know available. Usually, it's at five o'clock on Saturday. And um, yeah, we do we do like Islamic classes, you know, like um, reading the Quran and giving them um, lessons about manners and etiquettes and all those things that will help will help the kids know their religion and grow into a better person when they've got moral values. Yeah. Um, What's happening in the farming world at at the moment? A few weeks, a few days ago, we were um, still dehorning, but I see that you know dehorning is it looks it looks uh, pr- pretty terrifying, but then it's not because we've got policies and procedures to apply when when we want the calves to be dehorned. Dehorning means taking out the um, taking out the horns from the calves. So that when they grow into milking cows, the dairy cows, they don't hurt each other. This is a simple process. And then we've got this process in place with the vet. And the vet do it very humanely. You put the calves to sleep and then um, they don't feel anything. And then you give them medication to help them, you know, go through it without having a a lot of pain. Well, they don't have any pain anyway because I can see that all all of them survived it, you know, like... um, with flying colors, with you know, without a fail, that you know, um, I've, I have well, from my farming experience life, I've never seen any bad side effect from that, except you know, they they put to sleep, which calms them down, and they wake up really hungry, and wanting their feed. Um, that's that's what's happening in the farming world. You, um, and in terms of you know the grass and the weather, 
as you can see, we've got um, Kababa feel it like in we, where we are in Vakalgul. We have such beautiful weathers at the moment, but you know, um, as human being, you know, we, we pray to Allah as well. Like we're never satisfied with this <laughs> a good weather. We want some rain as well because the rain will help, you know, the process of growth. So we, we want a little bit of rain. May Allah help us. I mean, to help us with the balance that, you know, um, that I can share you this to ah when we have rain that you want Allahumma inni saiban nafiyah that you Allah, you want this rain. To be beneficial of benefit that you protect us from any disasters that might come from the rain or storm or anything like that. So yeah, every every step of the way that um, that we do is always we are always in prayers and we are always seeking help from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And then and then you you do your, your all your effort iman first. Your um, your belief in Allah. Your belief in God the Almighty. And the rest, you just have to learn from the right source and evidence. And hopefully, we will have a good life in this um, in this dunya, in this world, and hereafter. Um, I can. Are we like the thing is um, with the school with the school holidays coming in? Um, I think, you know, um, we've got to be prepared to, you know, like um, in terms of, I mean, I know I've spoken about the COVID-19 and all that. I, I want to, you know, because then pe- there'll be a lot of, you know, um, be a lot of traveling. There'll be a lot of contact. There'll be a lot of communing. And, um, you know, we just got to be aware and apply your guidelines and protocols, you know, like with in terms of protocol as in your guidelines in terms of of um, who you see, who you um who, you, who your network is because um, that could affect you know how we we spread the COVID nineteen virus because if you don't take the health and safety approach then I think uh, the COVID nineteen you know uh, virus will be even worse. I know that some countries um, are doing well as well like with with the with the protocol because like I know Turkey and all those countries they um, they seem to be you know like um, still accepting all those um, visitors from overseas and it seems to be accepting that you know you have to live with COVID but I think you've got to maintain the social distancing you've got to wash your hands put your mask on and all those things that that will affect the um, the way we face our COVID-19 um, so inshallah I mean like I mean we're going to have like also um, a lecture I think it's going to be this Saturday I mean today will be today at about 1 p.m. If you have any questions, please go to our um, Murihiku Islamic Trust Facebook page and then you can contact, you know, there's, there's an admin there, you can contact us and ask about, you know, like other lectures and the classes and all that there. Don't hesitate to do that. I mean, this is all, I mean, like, I'm not saying that if you're passing by from somewhere and you happen to be in Matora or in Vercago, just contact us. You might be able to attend the classes, and you know, and um, and we can share a word or two, or a, a, a thing or two, about Islam, and you know, just increase our taqwa and our um, our piety to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, because we are amongst people who are um, wanting, you know, to increase knowledge, because knowledge is important in 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 our daily lives, because. Before you do anything, you must have knowledge. You must have evidence on how we act. Like if you were, 
if you were um, it's um, in one of the hadith uh, or the authentic traditions of the Prophet uh, Rasulullah said that al-am al-am qabla al-kawli wal-ama means that you got to have knowledge before you before you do anything before your actions this is important because say you um, you're a doctor you need to go through school first you can't just be a doctor without having any knowledge that that's like abuse to the patient misrepresentative if you don't have no if you don't have any knowledge and you're practicing and you're pretending to be a doctor um, that is is something that we want to avoid because um, if if you are practicing without any knowledge or any information or any you know any 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 um, any research you know then it could be fatal for for us for our children for the community everyone else it could be affected so we want knowledge before you do anything like anything else so you gotta you know make sure that um, well in Islam it's part of the it's obligatory or it's compulsory for someone to seek knowledge you know everything is about knowledge and then make sure that the knowledge you get from someone has have, have got an authentic source and evidence you know um, say if you got it someone from your um, although even though someone is um, you know someone is um, knowledgeable but you can ask or question where he, he got his source from if somebody is questioning um, if say you were you went to a an imam or someone who's like a religious leader and you ask him a question and you ask the person um, any evidence and if they're hesitant to tell you the evidence that means then they're not they're not a good person to seek seek uh, you know to seek answers from so you must make sure you you question you know the 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 information you're getting and making sure that it's correct like anything else you know when you go to school and when you're doing your dissertation or study you always want to evidence you can't make up your own things because you know remember it's um it's um it's fraud when you are making up things and you're claiming that this is from um from a certain professor or a certain you know like intelligent person or something that you've been making that claim up that means that source of evidence is not true and you could you know you could fail your assignment when if they find out that you you are not having a robust source what to say your religion you know your dean your religion you know you got to you got to find out and you got to make sure that you you do a great investigation on where you get the source from because this is between you and your creator and you want to maximize your um worship or your taqwa and your piety to the lord almighty the god almighty allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um We've got like uh, you know like a short amount of time left until we we um, listen to this song, and we'll we'll go through stuff again on the next um, or on the next um, uh, on the next segment, and we'll be right back. You with the Abdul Jabbar's Radio Southland, and we also cover Blenheim, Nelson, and Tasman. We'll be right back. the line I'm about to make another mistake and even though I try 
Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. You with the Abdul Javars Radio Southland 96.4 FM. We also cover Blenheim, Nelson, and Tuffin. For those of you who, for those of you who have just tuned in, uh, on the first segment we were talking about COVID-19 and what's happening in the community and what's happening in the farming world. And I think um, uh, we also talk about how good the weather has been. Don't know what the future is, but. Um, when I think in terms of the weather, um, the getting warmer, I see, I've heard that, and I see lo- some people who's got allergies, um, they, they, the allergy has been, you know, flaring up or inflaming and, um, they have side effects of, um, of the pollen that is, you know, spread throughout the air. 
because um, I know that um, that this, you know, I've got I've got a you know I've got a son who's who's probably have you know an allergy with you know a little bit of hay fever. Um, but I think you know like um, when you take charge of your health, you can improve this allergy. And um, what I do and what I would you know share as my personal experience is when you have allergy, you got to just improve what's on your plate. Say. You gotta make you know. You gotta know what you he what he or she is allergic to. So say if you are um, uh, usually most of the time allergy is triggered by gluten. So, but you wouldn't want to take all those gluten in one go. You gotta do it one by one. Say if you're eating you know uh, bread and you know like um, uh, what is it like buns, cakes, and all that? You you take it slowly one by one. You like, of course, like um, for us, you know, um, when we when we see allergy in our house or any illnesses, like at, at home, we, we we say that you you don't have fry up fry food, um, sugar sugary sugary stuff, and you don't have processed food. So eliminate sugar, eliminate um, like gluten stuff like breads or um you know like anything from flour and things that could you know affect your digestive system and this i think i mean disclaimer i mean don't 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 do anything that i tell you to do without consulting to your health practitioner or your doctors okay this is i'm only sharing to you as a um you know um as an experience okay um, what happens at home, and we, um, I mean, we've been getting a good advice too from a holistic doctor who don't, who don't only practice medicine by dispensing like, you know, medicine in such way. What she does is when she diagnoses somebody with an illness, she would um, go through the health, you know, the health factor first, like, okay, how many times do you eat veggies? How many times do you drink water? How many times do you eat fruit? And... And like, how many times do you snack and all that? What sort of snack that you go through? And you know, like all through there, you know, that she makes she makes it an analysis that we've got. I mean, I've got the analysis at home, and you know, all those things. There's a lot of questions that she goes through, and like, um, are you active? Are you not active? If you're not active, why? You know, and um, whether you smoke or you drink alcohol, because those things will affect, you know, will affect the way we. Um, the way we um, absorb our nutrition as well, and I mean, as Muslims, I mean, you know, we we don't smoke, um, we don't do, you know, we don't, of course, we don't do drugs and do, you know, take alcohol, you know, because um, that's what is being prescribed by by uh, I mean, by God the Almighty, that you know, all these things will have a side effect. Imagine, you know, in New Zealand, you've got, you know. Uh, billions of dollars been spent on um, drunk drink and driving, you know. Um, the the side of of alcohol is really um, re- really um, immense, you know. That you know when you drink and you drive, because what happens to alcohol is you you know when you have too much alcohol and you don't know your limit, you know like you know I mean first of all most of you don't drink anyway, but then it affects your brain. When it affects your brain, it clouds your judgment, and when it clouds your judgment, you are um, not yourself, and you can't make sound sound a uh, sound judgment when you are affected by alcohol. That is why in Islam, well, first of all, it's haram. Haram is, means that it's not permissible. I mean, I know I'm talking about health, but I'm just showing you how, you know, um, how Islam, you know, 
they, we don't drink, even though it's legal in New Zealand, but we, 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 we can choose to say, hey, we don't agree with alcohol because, you know, it affects, you know, it affects the, you know, the way you think, you drink, you know, you act and all those things, you know. Um, but if you, you, if you drink alcohol, it's up to you. It's your personal thing, you know, but, you know, but, but, and, and you know, the side effect is really huge and immense. Imagine if, you know, if, um, if alcohol, you know, wasn't to be consumed, you know, you will have probably sound, you know, sound mind and there will be less accident happening on the road because people won't be drinking and driving and, and all those things. So, um, because we we say that you know alcohol is the, the 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 mother of all evil because when because um when you when you drink alcohol and when you're drunk you know you could commit into like into serious crimes like you because you don't you, you don't remember um you know you don't remember yourself or who you are you could you know you could you could you are on a different state you're in a different state you know you could, you know you know um, you you'll spill all your um your secrets and all that but anyway all those things, you know, that, you know, um, that the doctor will, um, going back to, you know, going back to um, summer and how it's hot. And when you have a, a allergy reactions, this is what we do at home because we've got a holistic doctor who, um, I mean, I go to my own GP as well, but, you know, um, but I also consult her with, you know, and the, the diet or the things that we can do. Because then first, first, I mean, she's also religious and she was also say, oh, don't forget to pray. And, you know, ask Allah, because Allah is the only one who can heal your illnesses, you know. Um, but we must thrive as a human being to make effort to, you know, to increase our health. Because for me, if there's no point that, you know, to live if we can't, you know, we, we want to be fit for Allah. We want to fit for Allah. So we want to be fit for Allah. And then um, we want to be fit, you know, for Allah and the family and and things like that. So when you fit for Allah, that means you, you know, it means both worlds that you could be, you know, you could be fit in this, um, in your activities, in your day to day, and everything else. Um, the, what is it? Uh, I forgot now. <laughs> what was I talking about? Oh, yes. Be fit. Okay. So, so we said no processed food, no sugar. No alcohol, like, you know, all those things. Like, the thing, the doctor will say, how, how you know, whether you, you drink alcohol, whether you're active and all those things, you know. And then also, I know this is going to be a little bit, like, um, not nice to hear disgusting, but, you, you know, she will, she will, I want to ask you the the way you, you you know, you, you, you go to the toilet, whether, you know, you have certain um, shape of your feces, because this will determine whether you've got enough fiber and all those things, Okay. So I mean, don't mean to put you off, but that's how it is because your your gut will determine determine your health. You know, whether the way you you know uh, you excrete yourself in the toilet, you know, that will be in determination whether you have a healthy gut or not. And then plus the probiotic as well. You know, probiotic is really important. You know, and then from then on, she will start to prescribe. You know, how you have to eat healthy, and you know. You know, like um, you know, like I said, like eliminating the processed food, um, maybe like gluten and all. Change your carb into a good carb, like you know, like kumara. You know, potato still good and all that, and um, pumpkin and all those things. You can make. It's probably like some gluten-free bread that you can um, purchase from the supermarket, which is still good. Or you can make your own. Um, you know, stay away from, well, I'm not saying you can eliminate straight away, slowly reduce those things and see how you affect, affect you. It takes about, you know, three months to see the difference, you see. But I, I see, I feel that 
um, within a week, you can start to see the difference, you know, a little bit of this, oh, you know, you're not doing, you know, you know, I mean, you're, um, you're looking a bit better, you could, um, you have no, you know, like you're going to toilet even more regular, and um, that, you know, you feel, I feel like, you know, when, you, when you've eliminated those things, that you feel, you know, more active and all those things, you know. But please uh, consult your health practitioner or your doctor to you know to they will give you you know um, like recommendations of what you can do to um, to help minimize you know facing allergies you know it's not all about antihistamine and all that but we want to sort of um, go into the gut problem or the root problem of why you have allergies because what triggers it and what um, what heals it okay so. Um, if you go back to the prophetic food, like what Rasulullah loves, he loves, you know, all, all those 10 prophetic food like dates, honey, mushroom, watermelon. Um, what else? What else? Do, you know, like, and, I, you know, I'll tell you, I can't remember the whole thing, but all those, you know, if you Google it, you'll, you'll, um, you'll find out the prophetic food, you know. Um, and, yeah. I mean, find that from the reliable source, of course. Don't just, you know, Google and just think that's the, 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 the norm. But, yeah, I mean, if you have honey, they say that when you have local honey, that helps you with, you know, with your allergies as well. And olive oil is also good because then olive oil or olives, you know, it's good for inflammation and, and um, reduce the um, swelling on your, on your body and it heals you as well. Because it's high in antioxidant, and that's why, you know, people from the Mediterranean, they have nice skin, and they've got nice hair, growth, and all that, because I think they consume a lot of um, olives and and olive oil. And then don't forget the black seed, uh, black seed, we call it habatu sauda, which is the um, the black seed which cures it cures all illness except death and old age. You know, you can't you can't cure death and old age, but yeah, consume those things because you what you can do with these things like the black seed is you could maybe put half a teaspoon or one teaspoon overnight and drink it. This is called um, infusion water, which is um, it's which has a great benefit. When I mean, we've known this, well, Islam has applied this method. Like fourteen hundred years ago, you know, like we've learned that our, our our prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi taught us about you know nabis water, you know, um, uh, nabis water means that it's um, it's water, and you soak the dates within water. When you consume dates, you consume it with you know, in odd number one, three, five, seven, you know, and one of the uh, hadith or the prophetic tradition of the um, of the um, of the prophet. Um, he says that when you have it in odd, odd um, number, or you, if you, I think that um, if you have seven or eleven days a, a day, that it repels from it repels your um, it repels your, you know it repels you from any evil or any poison you know any poison that might um, that may, might affect yourself. So if you regularly have nabis water or the date uh, soaked in um, water. It's really, it really has a good benefit because, you know, if sometimes, you know, you've got fruit or it, you can apply it to fruit and veggies as well. If you feel like, oh, I'm, I'm not a veggie eater or I'm not a fruit eater, soak your, soak your apples or soak your, um, your kiwi fruit. Of course, you wash it first, you know, and then soak it overnight and you drink it overnight. That, that has long-term benefit. It's like a probiotic in your body. And and if you have happy happy gut, you have a happy, happy life, you know, like because... 
imagine if you're constipated, always constipated every time, you know, um, you won't be happy, would you? It, it affects your mood, so it comes from the gut first, and those things you could you could do, um, you know, um, which is really easy, just soak it, like kiwi fruit or um, lemon or, but the key is you've got to drink a lot of water as well, because um, when you are consuming this, it, it you know, you, 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 um, it probably has a, is it? Um, it probably has an effect where you go to the toilet a lot more, you you um, urinate more because you know it's it's getting rid of all those toxins. So have you know, replenish that with a lot of water, and make sure that you remain hydrated, especially when it's getting you know hotter now. Um, I see the side effect of someone who is not drinking at all times. You feel like you 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 have a headache. You have a side effect from not drinking a lot. You have headaches. You have you know um, your skin is dry and. And then, and sometimes you um, you have a faint or dizziness because of being um, being um, what is it dehydrated. So it's important to drink lots of water, you know, especially when it's um, especially when you're older. A lot of old people they don't drink water. I mean, I see now kids they don't when they when they eat um, when they have lunch or dinner they don't try to drink water i don't know why i mean i mean at home i implement that at home i said water is part of the sunnah or part of the prophetic tradition that you you have I mean the sunnah is um that or the prophetic tradition that is applied and taught by our prophet is that you drink water before you you eat and then a, th a third a third so you eat and you finish before and then you finish eating before you are full so a third water a third of your food and a third air that will keep you that will keep you away from any illnesses because when you overeat sometimes you know it affects the way you 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 uh, make decisions because you get too full and too um you know to uh what is it when you're too full you get a bit sleepy so um the sooner is that but yeah i think uh, i must admit that we as a family i mean i think you know we you know um or Maybe as a you know as a country we we tend to overeat because the food that is available now is too much and we as human is tempted to do that but you must go back again and recheck you know how, how you eat or how you um, treat your food and how your body is go you know check you know and then you know take charge of your health inshallah you know when because we 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 when we make intention to um, take charge of our health because of Allah you make the intention that you want to. Um, to be healthy for Allah, fit for Allah, and Allah will reward you for for that. Allah will reward you for that and give you blessings, and and like good deeds that keep on giving, inshallah. Because then, in your old age, you will have um, good health, and the best person, the best people, or the best um, some someone you know, the best person is that when they reach old age, old age is that they. They have a lot of amal. They have a lot of good deeds because then, when they're healthy, they could they could they could still um, they perform and you know uh, and be part, a beneficial part of the um, the community. Inshallah. So we'll be right back after this song and you with the Abdul Jabbar Radio Southern ninety six point four FM and you also cover Blenheim, Nelson, and Tasman. We'll be right back. See, we work so hard, sometimes forgetting about our hearts. What are we chasing for? 
we don't need more. I know the world is tough, but all we need to show is love. Everything will be fine. Now here's your sign. La la la, nahtaju almala. Kainas dada jamala. Chauharuna huna. Fil qalbi la 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 la. Nur dinna sabi mala. to the door for happiness and more always put your faith in your lord he will keep you safe don't ever feel no fear he'll always be right here Follow all the things you see Be yourself and you will find Happiness and peace of mind Oh, we are not alone We have alone Back with the Abdujabars Radio Southland 96.4 FM, and we also cover Blenheim, Nelson, and Tasman. Um, and we're on a third segment now. In our second segment, we were um, going through, you know, like health and how, you know, this summer is come, you know, summer is here, like you can feel the warmth of the weather, and that sometimes, you know, you might have side effect because when summer comes, things are growing, and like pollen is increasing and all that, and then. People who have allergy or allergy sufferers might be affected by this, but we've gone through how, you know, maybe we can mitigate those things by improving your health because it's all about immunity. When you have allergies and you have some certain illness, every illness is about immunity. 
you know, be it cancer, be it um, allergy, be it just, you know, anything like to do with your blood and all that. It's, it's to do with your, um, it's to do with what you have on your plate. If you want to improve your health, first of all, you know, of course you seek Allah that you want to improve your health, that you make the intention, Ya Allah, please improve my health and I want to be fit for you. You know, like that's your intention you want to make. You want to be fit for Allah, that Allah is the... Um, the healer of all illnesses. So you ask him for for um, for all those things, you know. And then, and then you, and then you improve what's on your plate. Look at your plate and see. Oh yeah, how, how, you know the recommended um, intake by the you know by the government, you know, by the health um, local health body is that when you eat, you have half of vegetable, a quarter of carbohydrate, and a quarter of um, protein. So that's what it is, you know. Um, like fruit and veggies, like two times a day or whatever, you know, those things, you know, you, 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 if you apply those things, then I think you will probably have no problems with your health, I think, you know, but, you know, any illness comes from Allah. I mean, if you've tried your best and you're still sick, you know, we can't do anything about it. We can only pray and just, you know, seek to improve it all the time. You know, I'm just saying that most of the time when you improve your, and I've seen it too, like when you improve the your diet and your your plate. Look at your plate. Okay, whether I'm having, have I having veggies today? Am I having enough protein today? Am I having enough, you know, fruit or am I drinking, you know, water? And those basic things that you have a look. And if you're improving that day by day, you feel that you know suddenly you have more energy. Suddenly you want to do more things because it improves your mood. When your mood is good, then you you know, uh, worship wise, you, you there's not nothing to stop you because oh I could do prayers. Oh, you know, I could do. I can get up for prayers at night. You know, and uh, you know, um, I don't have the headache anymore because you know, maybe reduce your salt, reduce your sugar, and all those things. But anyway, um, I'll read you a hadith here. Um, Ibn Mas'ud, may Allah pl be pleased with her, reported the Prophet, may Allah, Allah's peace and blessings be upon him, said, Paradise is nearer to one of you than his shoelace, and so is. It's um, authentic, or sahih, which is um, like, sahih means authentic, al-Bukhari hadith. Okay, The explanation here, it means that the Prophet, may Allah's peace and blessings be upon him, said the paradise and hellfire are nearer to a person than the leather strap over his feet, which is so close to him. This, this is because a person may do an act that pleases Allah, not thinking it will not thinking it will earn him a great reward, yet it takes him to garden of bliss. Alternatively, a person may commit a sin to which he does not pay attention to, but incurs the displeasure of Allah and causes him to sink deeply into hellfire so many years, and he was unaware of that. Okay, the benefits. Good deeds leads to paradise, while sins leads to hellfire. Entering paradise is easy if one has the right intent and do good deeds. Good deeds and sins can exist in the simplest of things. So a person should not belittle doing simple pious act and underestimate small, doing small evils. It encourages us to do good to good deeds even if they are little and discourage us from committing evils no matter how small. Examples are, g are given to make the intent meaning clearer. So, for example, if you, good deeds, like good deeds, you know, in Islam, every, you know, every good deed is simple. Like, you know, if you are um, even taking away like little 
nail off the street, you know, like so that people don't get, you know, like or road or something, you know, or road. If you say something, you know, like a nail or a piece of sharp objects, you know, on the road or something, you know, that you picked you picked it up. That's a good deed because then you're saving someone. I mean, of course, safety first. If you see, you know, if you see that you're able to do that, um, then. You know, like that's a good deed in the eyes of Allah because how many people here have you saved from getting, you know, accident or punctured and all that? That's that's like a great deed, small things, you know, and like um helping one another. Good deed. I mean Islam is so beautiful because what happens is if you have a good intention say if you have a good intention but you it didn't it didn't it didn't happen or it didn't translate to an action, say, Oh, oh I actually wanna help that um person there, you know. In your heart, but it didn't happen. But you have intended to do that, you know, like, oh, I wanted to give some food to that person, but it it, it didn't happen. The, even though you have not um, translated that, that intention into action, Allah, God the Almighty, have also have have already rewarded you for that. Have already rewarded for that for your good intention. But on the other hand, okay, if you intended. Uh, if your intention was evil, say, oh, I'm going to steal that. I'm going to steal that, um, you know, phone. I'm going to steal that car or something like that. But for some reason, you did not do that. You did not do that, that your conscience is um, is, 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 is telling you oh, not to do that, you know. Allah will not regard it as your sin, you know. Because what happens is when you have bad intention, but it didn't happen, you know, um, Allah, you know, it didn't happen. Allah will not regard that bad intention as a sin because you didn't do it. It's it's up in it because Allah sees, um, says that, and Rasulullah tells us that you can only see people from the zahir, from the from the appearances, you know. So if you haven't translated it into an action, Allah has not put that in His book to say, "Ah, hey, you've done wrong," you know. And I'm gonna I'm gonna count that as sin. But ima- amazingly, but if you've done, if you intend to do good and it hasn't translated into an action, Allah has marked that as a reward. So Allah is so fair. So Allah always wants us. Allah, God the Almighty, always wants us to do good deeds. You know that you want to have a good scale of good deeds in comparison to the other scale of evil deeds. So, you know, imagine all Islam is so beautiful because if you intend to do bad things and you haven't done that and your conscience of the angels on your right hand says, hey, don't do that, you know. It's not It's not recorded. It's not recorded, you know, as bad seeds. So Allah, you know. So uh, we are encouraged in, encouraged in in Islam to always do good deeds in your know, intention, you know, because um, when you, even though you spread, um, when somebody spread goodness or encourages or propagate goodness, you know, um, that even though you don't do it, even though you don't do it and you propagate goodness, the reward of the person doing it, it, it the, the reward you, you you get, even though you're not doing it, is like the person doing it. So, mashallah, you know. So, propagate in goodness, you know, um, watch your manners, you know, especially to your mom and dad, you know, you know, COVID, you know, COVID-19, you you know, you, you can visit your mom and dad and remember your mom and dad because remember, without them, we, we don't exist in this world and they, they've raised you and they've um, educated you and looked after you, especially your mom. In Islam, mom has an honorable rank, you know, in this world because um, one day the one of the Sahaba asked the Prophet, um, three times he asked, 
uh, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu may peace and blessing be upon him, he said, "Who must me? Who must we respect the most? The Prophet, uh, may peace be upon him, said that your mother." And he asked another question, the same question: "Who must we respect the most? Our father or our mother?" Uh, he says, "Your mother." And the third question was the same thing: "Who must we respect the most?" The Prophet replied, "The Prophet, may peace and blessings be upon him." He replied, your mother. So three times, three times, he says that your mother, your mother, your mother. So um, please, if you haven't got a good relationship with your mother, just set aside any personal differences because your mother is, every, you know, is after Allah, you know, your, and your parents, of course, your dad as well. You know, you've got to respect your dad, your father, but especially your mom. Because, you know, when 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 your mother bare you, when, when your mother um, was in labor and, you know, delivered you, you know, she was... Risking her, you know, her, risking her life, you know, um, you know, death or life, you know, she she had to risk all this, those things. So, respect your mother, you know. Go back and go back to her and say hi, mom. You know, you know, set aside all any differences, and because, you know, um, Allah says that your mother can help you with with du'a, and when when you when you ask blessings from your mother. A lot of doors will open up, you know, especially, you know, when we, we Muslims who believe in Jannah, you know, the, the the best thing is to ask your your blessings for your mom and your dad as well. But, you know, but don't displease your, you know, don't displease your mother, you know, because your mom knows best as in, you know, that's why there's an English saying that mom's know, mom's knows best because... It's 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 natural. It's natural instinct. It's called fitra. Fitra means um, it's within your natural disposition that your mother knows. But she knows because she she had it for nine months, ten days. Like you know, um, I'm not saying you're a cow, but cows have it a nine month ten as well. But you know, your mother is really important in your life. So look after your mother. Give your mother a hug. You know, I'm crying now because I miss my mom. And because of COVID, you know, we can't travel, but. Look after your mom and your dad. A simple hi and a simple hello, you know, keep in touch with them all the time. And and yeah, love them like you know and make dua, make make praise for them, you know, you make up dua, you know. Um that you know that you Allah or God the Almighty look after them. As they looked after you when they were, you know, when you were a child, and cherished and cherished them, you know. So um, I think I'm gonna end this by saying, love your mom, in your manners around her. Don't never displease her, even though you're in differences. There are ways, and you know, um, and um, you know, there are ways, or you know, um. How you solve, you know, how you solve your differences, but set aside those things. Don't, you know, don't spark any differences. Just love her. And how how many of you have given her a present? Not only on Mother's Day, not only on Mother's Day, but every day is a Mother's Day in Islam. And also your father. Don't forget your father. Respect your father and your mother. And may Allah bless you all, because um, through their du'a, through their blessings. Is what makes you and opens opens up a door of um, you know, um, a lot of sustenance that you don't even know where it came from because of their blessings and it were. Um, 
you're um, with the Abdul Jabbar's and um, Radio Southland 96.4 FM. I'm sorry about the emotional part of it, <laughs> but yeah, it's probably because you know you miss your mom and also your dad. So, and then within your community, get connected, get connected with your family. Family is important because family is not only your blood related but non blood related as well. We have to keep strong as New Zealander, as a country, to fight this COVID-19. And then we can do this, inshallah. May Allah bless you and give you um, like an abundance of risk and health, wealth and wisdom, inshallah. We'll, yeah, we'll see you on the next episode with the Abdul Jabbar's Radio Sultan 96.4 FM.
the darkness into your light Cause you're the one who's always there for me Every breath I take, every bird I hear, every smile I see, is thanks to you. Alhamdulillah, 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 all thanks is to The preceding podcast was brought to you by Radio Southland with the support of New Zealand On Air. Their funding of accessmedia.nz makes these podcasts available. To find similar programs by other stations involved, go online to accessmedia.nz. 